0: Hi friends, happy Magical Monday. I'm TJ. And I'm Courtney. And welcome to another awesome episode of the Wish Upon a Sparks podcast.
1: Yes.
0: We're so glad that you're here. Courtney, what are we talking about today?
1: Today we're talking about Halloween Town.
0: Yeah, this was super fun. I had a blast watching this movie. Um, full disclosure, we just finished it about 30 minutes ago.
1: Yeah, which is normal. That's what we normally do.
0: Well, sometimes we, we usually watch it on like Friday or Saturday and we record on Sundays. Very rarely True. do we watch the movie and then record right after. So True. Yeah, really excited. I actually really, really, really enjoyed this movie. I will give it the same notes really quick that I gave Hocus Pocus last year when we did that. Um, it gave me like that now 90s nostalgia, like the very like spooky but family-friendly vibes that are just so fun. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, well, cool. We'll get into all that kind of stuff later. But uh, Courtney, why don't you go ahead and kick us off with a plot summary?
1: Okay. Here we go. Sorry, I thought I was going (laughs) to sneeze. Single mother Gwen Piper refuses to let her kids, Marnie, Dylan, and Sophie, go out on Halloween. Gwen's mother, Aggie, shows up for her annual Halloween visit. The children are happier to see Aggie than Gwen is, as Aggie openly encourages the children to get more involved in Halloween. Aggie and Gwen are secretly witches, but Gwen is determined to live a normal life as a mortal instead.
0: Aggie reads the children a bedtime story called Halloween Town. Um, it's about a mystical place where witches, vampires, and monsters live in a peace away from mortals. So Sophie points out a drawing of a witch in the book that resembles Marnie. Aggie does um, nothing to stop Marnie from imagining such a thing. Gwen and Aggie get into an argument as um, Marnie eavesdrops. Gwen is angry that her mother um, encourages the children to enjoy Halloween uh, and insists that Marnie will be raised as a mortal, like her father was, and not as a witch. Aggie returns to train Marnie before she turns 13, as at this point, without training, she would lose her powers. Aggie then asks Gwen for help. Citizens of Halloween Halloween Town have been disappearing, and while Gwen suggests the missing's have simply moved, Aggie believes that foul play is involved.
1: When Aggie returns home, Marnie and Dylan covertly follow her. They see Aggie getting onto a magical bus and sneak onto it and arrive in Halloween Town. Marnie and Dylan realize that Sophie had snuck onto the bus with them. The three begin. Looking for Aggie and are approached by Calabar, the mayor of Halloween Town, who gets them a cab driven by Benny, a skeleton who tells corny jokes. The children find their mother's or their grandmother's mansion, and Aggie decides not to take them back to their home immediately. She says she will start Marnie's witch training, but has to take care of the bad thing first. In her cauldron, a vision of a hooded figure appears laughing. How do you say this
0: word? Maniacally.
1: Maniacally. Okay, thank you. Um, she says she must activate Merlin's talisman with a spell and potion to defeat the evil creature.
0: Falling to light, failing, sorry, failing to light the, tel- the talisman with instant potion, Aggie takes the children to town for ingredients. So she basically said, I should have never tried instant. I should have made it from scratch. And then she goes to like her witch's book and looks up the. Uh, the ingredients so they go to town to find these ingredients the family is introduced to Luke, to luke a goblin who was made handsome by a shadow creature he makes a clumsy pass at marnie which he turns down gwen arrives at halloween town to retrieve the children to marnie's objections gwen cannot find another bus back to the mortal world and sees the mayor for help she is shocked to see that the mayor is calabar an ex-boyfriend of hers after Calabar leaves to handle another problem, Gwen and her children see Aggie walking somewhere with Luke. Sensing Aggie might be in trouble, they follow Luke and her to an abandoned movie theater.
1: Aggie meets the hooded demon in the theater where the missing Halloween Town citizens have been frozen in time. Aggie declines to give the talisman to the demon. Um, Gwen and the children enter the theater as Luke rushes out in fear. The demon freezes Gwen and Aggie. The children escape and obtain the necessary ingredients, which are the hair of a werewolf, the sweat of a ghost, and a vampire's fang to make the potion that will activate the talisman. Um, They then realize they must place the talisman in the large jack-o'-lantern in the center of of the town to defeat the demon.
0: When they arrive to install it, the demon appears and reveals himself to be Calabar, who is bitter that Gwen married a human instead of him. He tries to persuade the townspeople to join him in taking over the mortal world. With Luke's help, Marnie climbs onto the jack-o'-lantern and tries to place the Talisman inside, but Calabar casts a spell to freeze her. As she is about to pass out, Marnie drops the Talisman inside the jack-o'-lantern, which causes it to illuminate. This unfreezes her and everyone trapped inside the theater and weakens Calabar. Calabar obtains the Talisman and says he will use it to become the ruler of both the mortal and magical. Magical world. Dylan is revealed to have magic powers and joins Gwen, Aggie, and his sisters in defeating Calabar. Luke is destroyed. Oh no, I'm sorry, Luke not as destroyed. Luke is restored to his goblin appearance, though Marnie tells him she likes him either way.
1: Gwen and Aggie decide to train Marnie as a witch, and Aggie decides to stay in the mortal world to spend more time with her grandchildren. They get on the bus and blast off into the mortal world.
0: The end.
1: The end. What are your thoughts?
0: my initial thoughts are that this movie is really fun. I like it just as much as I liked it when we watched Hocus Pocus last year. Um, I really, I honestly like truth, truth, truthfully, I really, really enjoyed this movie. I had a great time watching it. It was really, really fun. Um, what about you? I know you've seen it. I, this is my first time watching it by the way. I didn't say that at the beginning. It's my first time seeing this movie. Yeah. Um what did you think? Like, um, obviously rewatching it. I know you saw it when you were younger, but like what, what are your thoughts on this movie, like overall? Like what are you how where does it rank in like your um your like Halloween seasonal movies, I guess?
1: Um, I like it. I think it's a great movie along with Hocus Pocus like it. Um I think Hocus Pocus is better than this movie. I agree with but you. But I like that. It's like an actual Halloween movie. Like, it it starts on Halloween. It's all about, I don't know. I like it. I just don't think it's like, I don't know. I think it's fun. It's nostalgic. It just, you can tell it's a 90s movie.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. I think it just has, um, okay, I... I we review movies and we talk about them, so we'll, we'll be a little harsher here than we usually are. It just, it, for me, it just carried a little, a lot more weight than Twitch's did.
1: Yeah, I think it, I mean, it was better than Twitch's.
0: Not as good as Hocus Pocus.
1: It wasn't as clunky as Twitch's by any means. By any stretch, yeah. It was not as good as Hocus Pocus.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Like
1: it had a, the storyline was a lot weaker than Hocus Pocus.
0: Yes, but stronger than Twitches. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that's a great way to play, explain it. Um, really fun movie though. I enjoyed it. I uh, I understand why people like it a lot now. People always mention this thing. You actually ordered me this um, this cool necklace that I've been wearing recently because it's October. It says Halloween Town on it. Um, I get why people like this movie a lot. It's very enjoyable. Yeah, it's fun. It's very fun. Um, all right, cool. Let's go to our questions. Um, favorite character?
1: Um, I really like Sophie. And um, I guess it would be Aggie. The grandma. The grandma, yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I Second, Sophie. Really, really like um, Sophie a lot. I like Gwen. I like the mom a lot, too. I actually think she plays a really cool uh, part in the movie. I like her. um, I don't know. I feel like she's kind of stuck in a hard place. Like she married this guy that was immortal, like a human being, and he died. And so she's trying to hold on to that. It doesn't say this in the movie but like when you think I think she's trying to hold on to that like no we're human like my husband was human he's now not around anymore I love him and I don't want us to go back to this crazy place I used to live you know what I mean like she's yeah. just very like um I also really really love um Dylan Dylan he's just the, the the brother the brother he's so funny to me he's so quirky and nerdy he's always trying to explain the magic away with everything like even at the end he's like like did you see Dylan do magic and he was like it was probably static electricity or maybe Aura, barely Alice, or whatever the thing is. The Northern Lights in, in Alaska. Yeah. I always can mispronounce that word, but he was really funny to me. I liked him a lot.
1: Yeah, he was funny.
0: Yeah. Well, who was your uh, who was your least favorite character?
1: I did not like Luke, and I did not like Calabar, and also the mom kind of sucks.
0: Yeah, she does kind of suck. She's also one of my favorite characters. I'm torn. She's like Cruella. You know? She plays an important part.
1: She... Why would you compare her to Cruella? That's so stupid. Um, She's nowhere as good as Cruella. I
0: think Luke redeems himself at the end, though.
1: I guess, but the mom sucks.
0: Um, What's the guy's name? Oh my gosh, the mayor dude? Calabar. He sucks. Calabar sucks. Yes. I feel like Luke. (laughs) That was one of the clunky parts of the movie. He's like super annoying, and then all of a sudden at the end, he's like. I'm going to be a nice guy. (laughs) I was like, all right, dude. Yeah. Like that was really clunky and like out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, I get it. They needed it to like change the story around, but I agree with you. I think that, um, I think Calabar and Luke are my least favorites. Gwen's not one of my least favorites, but we can disagree on that one. I do. I did. It was frustrating at the beginning because it reminded me a lot of my childhood, like, um, you know, not wanting to celebrate Halloween and things like that. Yeah. Kinda it just weird.
1: like doesn't make sense to me if like Halloween. What is she? Uh, them participating in Halloween doesn't that doesn't it doesn't do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. They can go trick or treating and not be trained in their power. Like them going trick or treating is not them being trained in their powers. Yeah. Let them go trick or treating. It's fun. Let them have fun with their friends.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think it's a classic thing of like, this is not good. This could open them up to something bad. And so I'm going to exclude them from all of it instead of, you know, I think a lot of parents fall into that trap, which is probably something that played into the, the, the way they made her character. Yeah. Be. I feel like a lot of people go through that. Growing up, they have parents that, you know, think that <laughs> Halloween's evil. And, you know, you can't, you know, you can't have candy and you can't have fun. Life's not meant to be fun. You know, must be a slug fest. Um, characters in general is there any other characters that like stuck out to you that you really enjoyed or liked a lot
1: no Marnie was kind of annoying
0: I thought so too I'm glad you said that I thought Marnie was kind of annoying too
1: yeah I don't know yeah that's it that's the tweet
0: cool as far as characters go as well I also really like Aggie a lot I thought that she was um just she played a really cool role in the movie like very very um I don't know it just really uh like kind of tied everything together, like both worlds were tied together by her,
1: yeah, she just is very sweet and very wholesome,
0: yeah, yeah, I think the part that she's playing, trying to play is like such a uh, like honorable thing, like she's really really just wanting to like bring her family together, and there's a lot of things that's like you know kind of maybe unwritten like that aren't said like they're uh, read right between the lines kind of things where like I heard her daughter obviously are strange and they haven't you know spent a lot of time together recently and she feels like she's you know away from her grandkids and she's just got a lot going on and she's fighting this evil force like yeah. it's in this other world and then you know I, I don't know she's got a lot going on I really appreciate you know how she um, the, the role that she plays in this movie
1: yeah I agree yeah
0: I thought it was good um, okay cool uh, favorite scene do you have any scenes that like really just were like man this is awesome
1: favorite scenes. Hmm. I think it was cute when Sophie turned the lock into a toad.
0: I actually really enjoyed that scene too.
1: And when she was like I really want the cookie and the co- like the cookie started like moving towards her.
0: And her mom like, like telepathically. <laughs> and Gwen grabbed it and ate it. Yeah. yeah. That was really funny. I agree with you. I agree 100%. That was awesome. Yeah. Um i think that the toad scene honestly was my favorite scene too i really liked that one like um dylan and um marnie marnie yeah, yeah are like arguing and then sophie just like she's like i just pushed it open and i imagine the lock was a toad yeah and like it, then you look and it goes to the ground and the lock like is a toad it was just really funny yeah yeah i thought that was really really good um what about these favorite scenes
1: wait did you say your favorite
0: that was my favorite, too. Uh-huh. I actually really liked that scene a lot.
1: And them just, like, exploring Halloween Town for the first time was really
0: cool. That was good. Okay, I want to say, before we go to least favorite, I actually really enjoyed the opening scene, too, Um, with all the, the trick-or-treaters. Yeah. You made a fun comment when we were watching it. You're like, I wish that trick-or-treating was like this still. Yeah. It's just, it's not as simple as it used to be. No. Or actually, it's not as elaborate as it used to be, either. Like, people used to go all out. Like, it was, like, this whole thing.
1: Yeah. Well, I think people are just a lot more aware of, like the evilness and the not goodness of the world. And it like makes them not do things. Um, Like not even like demonic, whatever. But um, like even like, oh, I don't know my neighbor that well. I'm not going to let my children
0: trick or or treat treat there. Yeah. That's a good point.
1: Um, And I just think it's a lot more protective. Like I remember when I was, in elementary school and we lived in Ohio and we trick-or-treated like we went all over the neighborhood and there was like these houses that we would go to every year where people would chase us with chainsaws and like intentionally be scary and scare us but it was like all in good fun and all in the name of like Halloween you know it wasn't like they weren't, obviously, intentionally trying to murder us with a chainsaw. It was just all in good fun. But, like, you couldn't do that now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think another part of it, too, is what I think I've seen. Um, obviously, like, we don't trick-or-treat in our neighborhood because we live on one street with, like, six houses. And we can get no kids. We have no sidewalks. But, yeah. Um, like watching like people that live in the neighborhoods around us and the subdivisions around us like some of the neighbors will like put out tables and have fires and like have like yeah apple cider and like those were also things that i experienced as a kid like trick-or-treating like i don't know like just certain drive like certain driveways in certain households with like almost make it, like, a community stop where, like, people Mm. could, like, have some apple cider and, like, calm down from being scared for a second and really just enjoy the community of the people around them. And I think that's something, even though some people still do that now, like, I think that that's something that's missing as well. Because I don't think, yes, how, like, for me, like, I know people don't like Halloween because they think it's demonic and whatever. Yeah, Which I'm not... I don't know. There's lots of things there. But I think for me, like, Halloween is it's having fun. And it's also being in the community and building community and building relationships within the community. You know what I mean? Like, getting to actually see your neighbors and getting, even if you're just saying, like, hi, thanks for this piece of candy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's not any of that anymore. Yeah, You don't get that time with your neighbors, you don't know your neighbors anymore. And I think it's something that we're missing.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that Halloween is this really fun holiday that, you know, I know... I mean, obviously, you and I are Christians, and we've talked about, you know, our faith and stuff from other episodes, but um, I feel like that it's something that we we as Christians approach as something that gets really blown out of proportion like are there evil parts to, to the world that we don't agree with especially around spirituality yeah but Halloween's this really fun thing that kind of brings community together much in the same way that Thanksgiving is like Thanksgiving's a holiday if you really look into it there's actually a lot of negative things about Thanksgiving from like when we first came over to the new world and what we did to the people that were here before we got here and yeah, I can go on and on and on um, but nobody looks at Thanksgiving the wrong way um, but there are a lot of things about a lot of holidays that we don't like and I think that I, uh, there's good things to the to the day like we're gonna do something soon we're gonna have friends over we do it every year we don't do it for halloween but we have like a fall party and we do like I mean we did a straight up halloween party last year we did a costume harry party potter. yeah we did a harry potter theme but anyways fun. we'll have people over and it's like it's such a great time to have community and fall is like built for that like you make a fire you make fall cocktails yeah you put on a fall movie in the background and it's just there's something about it that's like it's like a summer can't compare to that no. Like, it's just, there's something about fall, Christmas, Thanksgiving. It's just, this time of year is, just, it's the, it truly is the most wonderful time of the year. And I think yeah. this movie kind of captured a little bit of that magic all within the, I would say the first five minutes of the opening scene. Yeah. Like, you could feel like the kids going around, like you were saying. And I, I, I love that you say that too, because I feel like that's missing in communities today, because there's so much fear from the evil things that other people have done. And like, you know, you have to be scared about trick or treating and you don't know your neighbors like you used to. But you used to get send your kids without the parents with them yeah. in groups of 10, 5, 10, whatever to go trick-or-treating and they would go to each other's houses and then they would hang out and spend the night and they would come back home late like that night. Like
1: emptying your pillowcase on your living room floor and sharing and the like candy sharing candy and, candy and watching and, a movie. Yeah.
0: And like you can't do that anymore and it's kind of no. sad. And yeah, like I agree. You and I had that childhood, and I feel like that the you know the generations behind us won't ever get to experience that, which I think is why these '90s Halloween movies and, and even the '90s Christmas movies like they kind of they kind of hit different because it like reminds you of your childhood and like what you went through. And I feel like that a lot of people, I would say a lot of us for the last fifty to sixty years have had very similar Halloweens, Christmases, and Thanksgivings, and it's been in the last um, maybe 10, 15 years that it started to change. Um, yeah. because of the state of the world. And um, I feel like that it's just it's just a different different thing. And yeah. people have to be careful, and I get it. But, um, yeah, I agree with you. I, I miss that way it used to be. Um, maybe I'm just being old nostalgic, but... No. I want to go trick-or-treating now.
1: Well, which I don't even understand. Like, do people even trick-or-treat on Halloween anymore? They do. I feel like... Sp- Yeah, but a lot of people do it, like, the weekend. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I remember, like, having to, like, read in the paper every year what day the community was going to trick-or-treat on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if Halloween was on, like, a Thursday night and the community knew that, like, oh. Or if it was on a Wednesday night and it was like, oh, Wednesday's our first sports in church. You know what I mean? Like, we can't trick-or-treat on a Wednesday, or when when are we you? Do it on Tuesday
0: instead or whatever. Tuesday the day yeah. before
1: or Sunday. You know what I mean? Like
0: Yeah. No, I feel that. I think that I think that there's um well I think a lot of people do that. Like we we I think we've done a good job even with our friend groups. Like like we don't actually sell not that we celebrate Halloween, but like we don't actually throw a party on Halloween. We usually do it like the week before, or the week after. Because yeah. it's like, you know, hey, I get it. Like people have things going on, A. And then B, I don't want to have people over and stay up, late on a Wednesday night. No. I have things to do. Um Yeah. So yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Yeah. Least favorite scene.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> um I don't know. I think any time that Marnie and Gwen, I guess, is the mom, argue. Yeah. Cause I just like don't truly really, I don't see where especially when it comes to trick or treating being outside on Halloween, I truly don't understand where her logic comes from. Like, it's not like Twitches where there's some physical darkness in their world trying to get them. Yeah. Like, you can physically see it. Before they even really understand... I mean, well, I guess they understood what was happening. They, like... You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I think her mom just wanted to keep them away from like magic in general. Which here's what it kind of reminded me of. I wasn't gonna say this, but I'm just gonna say it because you kind of you kind of alluded to it a little bit. It kind of reminds me of Marlin um, from Finding Nemo. Like after that tragic thing happened. Like, he was so protective of Nemo that he wouldn't even let him go to school. Yeah. And it's this kind of has the same vibe to me. Like it's almost like something tragic happened to Gwen's husband, their dad, and she's just like, so, and then you don't even know what happens, but she's just become so against her past life because she. she's like, I don't even want there to be a, any possibility yeah. that you could experience any magic or anything about Halloween Town. Yeah. I don't want you to, so it's almost like she's just like, no, we're not doing this. Yeah. That's what it seems like.
1: Yeah It's not great
0: She reminded me of Marlon from Finding Nemo a lot actually Yeah Yeah, And I like Marlon a lot but he's um, He does the same thing He'd be shutting it down
1: hmm.
0: We're not going to the, uh, the drop off
1: No we sure ain't
0: We're not going to the drop off Alright cool
1: Okay what's next
0: oh, Any other scenes you want to talk about They're, like stuck out to you mm. I love the demon guy it was kind of scary yeah, like scarier than I was expecting him to be. Like in Twitches, the darkness ended up being not very scary.
1: <laughs> yeah, ended up being their uncle.
0: No, but the demon dude. I thought it was going to end up being the mayor. I did, but um, his like form before he showed himself to be the mayor was like he was pretty scary. He was creepy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. One last thing I want to talk about that I thought was cool is a little scene where they were going around getting like the, the uh the werewolf hair and then the ghost sweat oh, yeah. and the Oh all
1: of that head. was really fun.
0: Very fun. Yeah, it was very fun and entertaining. I thought that was really cute. Okay, cool. Um soundtrack for this movie, very spooky, very uplifting, like very bright and very fun.
1: I don't remember any songs or music from this movie. It's just
0: in the background the whole time. It just reminded me of Hocus Pocus, honestly. Just very like spooky vibes.
1: Hocus Pocus has actual songs.
0: True, true, true. We true, just true. sing them. I put a spell on you. <laughs> Courtney just did um, wiggly fingers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Drum roll. Is this movie is this movie under or overrated?
1: This movie is, I guess, adequately. I mean, I will say. They do have it in the Halloween collection on Disney Plus. So there's recognition there.
0: I appreciate that.
1: Which I appreciate. Yeah. Um I Here's what the people say. IMDb gives it a 6.6 out of 10, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes and 78% on Google. I feel like that's adequate.
0: That's good. That's really strong. That's what shocked me because when, like, when we were going to go to watch Twitches, I always kind of look up what the ratings are. So I was going to get myself into, and Twitches didn't have the best ratings. I think it's like a cult classic. People love it, but it's like not like critically acclaimed. But this movie, when I looked it up a couple days ago, like people seem to really enjoy it.
1: Yeah, well, this and Twitches are both Disney Channel original movies, which are not going to have the best ratings, I think, going into it.
0: Because they don't have the best directors and they also don't have the best star power. What this movie did that I thought was really cool is it kind of pulled in a couple of big names. Um, Like Debbie Reynolds, who played Aggie, she's a very famous actress. Um, She's older, but she's a very famous actress. And then the rest of the cast did a good job. I thought it was directed really well, too.
1: I just think it's very nostalgic. Yeah. So I think... When it makes you feel that nostalgia, like, you're going to keep wanting to watch it. And what you can look at is, like, I, this was very, like, a very fluid movie. Yes, it was a little cheesy, but, like, I feel like it moved pretty fluidly, whereas Twitches was very clunky and almost, like, robotic, and it was, like, very, I don't know. I feel like there was a lot of gaps, and it was just a little weird. Not weird, but, like is probably not the best word. Um, it was just not as, as smooth yeah. or as fluid or as polished, and you can see that. Like comparing the two, like I mean, I guess they were both kind of relatively made around the same time. I think Twitches was like early two thousands. This was late nineties. So this was late nineties. Within
0: five to six years of each other.
1: But like Twitches, you only have Twitches and Twitches too. Or Halloween Town, you have mm-hmm. Halloween Town, you have Return to Halloween Town, you have Halloween Town Two, you have Halloween Town High. So like, they were able to like, it was so popular when it came out that they were able to kind of franchise right. it. Right. Or Twitches was just kind of like I felt like they more so because um, the Maori sisters were. Pretty big on Disney Channel at the time. They tried to make the movie ride their wave, and I just don't think it was as it was as successful as they probably would have hoped it was. I agree. Whereas this one obviously was successful enough to make four.
0: They weren't riding any wave with this movie. It was just a good movie. Yeah,
1: they were riding on the the nostalgia. I mean, not then. It wasn't the nostalgia then, but like how current it was in the time, and just like how relatable. Yeah. Um, and just like a fun, good hearted Halloween movie.
0: Yeah. And I think that they, um, you can tell that they were trying to probably make what you would call a, um, an instant classic or like you make a movie like this and then people can enjoy it for years and years. And I think they definitely succeeded. Um, another thing about this movie that I think is really, um, admirable is, um, a lot of movies like this get clunky from the get go, but I thought this movie remained very polished and smooth until the last 20 minutes. Like the way that the story about um, Calabar unraveled got really clunky near the end with Luke like turning sides quickly. But I would venture to say from the opening up until they're in like in Halloween town and they, they, the grandma's like, hey, we need to go shopping for these ingredients. Up until yeah. that point, it wasn't clunky at all. No, it, it was wasn't. very smooth and fluid. And even when the mom shows up, like you know, she's coming and she shows up. And it's not, it's, it's almost that moment when they go to the movie theater and then he, he freezes uh, Gwen and um, Aggie. Yeah. And then from there on, it becomes a little clunky because it's almost like they have to like, rush. I'm just
1: confused, like, why did he freeze them in the first place? Obviously, he was trying to stop them, but, like, what was the point of him freezing all these other town people? You know what I mean? Like, I just... Yeah. There's obviously gaps as the 90s. Even movies now, there's gaps and there's holes, but, like... You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I think they just left some uh, so some gaps there. They didn't need to leave. They could have explained a little bit more. And the movie's only an hour and twenty four minutes. I don't know if you make the movie fifteen minutes longer, which you probably could have. But it's a Disney. It's on Disney Channel, so they are in probably,
1: time when it aired. It was probably two hours with commercials.
0: Exactly. So they have yeah. So I, I get it. Um, but I have to commend them. Like overall, until that movie theater scene, um, it's not clunky at all. It's actually very smooth and fluid, and it feels good.
1: The only cl- I think the only maybe not clunkiness, but like missing piece was like they could have done a better job of explaining what happened to the dad. Yes. Like, you see dad in pictures, and then you tell... Like, you see um, the brother bring up, like, oh, no, don't bring up dad. Like, you know, And he seems to be a big a part good, of the
0: story, because the mom's obviously... Gwen's very tied to him, and then everyone in Halloween Town seems to know who he is, because yeah, she married Yeah, and
1: then, him. like, the, um, the... The grandma, Aggie, she just, like, briefly mentioned, like, now that he's passed on, you don't have to be in the mortal world anymore. And that's really all you know is that he kind of passed on and she doesn't like when you bring him up.
0: Yeah. That's, that's all, it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah.
1: Which I guess he's not really relevant to the story except, I mean, he is, I don't know.
0: He, his, his past, the role that he played on the kid's life and Gwen's life would have been nice to know. Almost like if like they would How
1: old were they all when he, did he actually die? What's like, did what's he going, leave? Did he leave? What's going on?
0: Now, you know what would have been kind of cool is if they would have almost done like an opening montage to the movie of like her, like Gwen is a little girl and then meeting him and then getting married and then having kids and it's like a, a 45 second thing or a minute thing and then it leads you into that opening scene of um, all the kids trick-or-treating and then she's not letting the kids trick-or-treat and then it has her brother saying that thing with like, don't bring up dad, she never talked. You know what I mean? Like that would have been really cool because then you would have seen like... Yeah How did she meet this guy Like what You know Yeah. Who is he Yeah Yeah I agree with you that was, a big, that was a big gap for me Okay Um, What's the theme from the movie To apply to your everyday life
1: I mean I don't I mean we already kind of talked I, I kind of already talked about it
0: Okay Just re uh, Recap it
1: I guess just, like, not taking Halloween to heart. I mean, especially, like, in the world that we're in and the people we're around, people, like, basically, like, ostracized you for, like, celebrating Halloween because they think every part of Halloween is demonic and you're participating in the evilness of the world. And, like, you don't really love Jesus if you also celebrate Halloween and it's like, no, you can, not everything is evil. Yeah. Like you can let your imagination kind of run wild and like know that it's just your imagination. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. for some people, yeah, it's a reality, but I don't choose that as my reality. Yeah. I choose it to be my imagination. Yeah. And like I can love Jesus and also participate in the fun and lightheartedness of Halloween. Yeah. And I think maybe, I don't know. I think that this movie just like reminded me of like the, the fun that Halloween can hold.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. We
1: don't need to be bitter Betty's like Gwen. Gwen was bitter Betty. (laughs) didn't want to have any fun because she thought it was going to be mean. I don't know. Not be good for her kids. But what's. How, like. Maybe I don't understand because I'm not a mom. But, like, allowing your kids to be around other kids and having fun, like, what's. What's the harm in that?
0: Well, I, I think the issue was the portal between Halloween Town and the mortal world was opened up every Halloween. And she was worried that if her kids went out trick-or-treating and weren't in the safety of the home, that they'd be exposed to something that would tell them about their world they were from. So the easiest way for her to keep them safe was to just not let them I go think out. it's stupid. I understand, Courtney.
1: Okay, what's your theme?
0: Uh, my theme was that I really like that Although, you know, as a witch, um, you know, Aggie was like, I'm really strong by myself. You know, every spell is stronger if another witch, like, does it with me or does it, you know, to, yeah. especially someone who's my, you know, my, my daughter or my, you know, my granddaughter. So at the end, them all holding hands and, like, standing together and the strength that was there or the unity of them together I thought was really cool. Yeah. Because, like, I think a theme in life that, you know, we're always stronger together. Whether we want to do things alone or not, you're always stronger together, you know. You get jumped in an alley by five people by yourself and you can jump in an alley and there's two of you, your odds of surviving are instantly doubled, right? Like you have, the more people that stand with you, the better off you are. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. That was what I took away from it. It's just like, you know, you're stronger together and, uh, you should always stand together and you should always be together. And I was glad that the movie ended, with them all being together. And I love that Aggie moved in with them and is going to live with them at the end. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um... As far as movie snacks go, we did like a nice charcuterie board. That was fun when we watched the movie. And I made us two fall cocktails that were really good. We
1: did. It was good.
0: Yeah. Courtney had this great idea. Um, we did like this maple whiskey with um, apple cider and a mold, apple mold wine the other night. Um, yeah. It was very good. So today I just tweaked it a little bit and did it with, um, with Crown instead. Crown goes really well with apple stuff, by the way, if you're a cocktail person. Uh, by the way, Crown gets a lot of um, hate. Um, I would not call Crown a sipping whiskey, but I think if you need a whiskey, if you want to keep, it's like
1: one of the best mixing. It's a
0: great mixing whiskey. I, if you're gonna, if you're gonna keep whiskey in your house that you like to drink straight, like I have, like Elijah Craig, and I have all these other whiskeys that I love. Um, yeah, I just have these more sippable whiskeys that I don't really want to use to mix in cocktails. Keeping a bottle of like Crown Royal in the house is amazing because if I want to just make myself like a a, a whiskey cocktail, like a, even like a whiskey sour, yeah, it's fantastic for that. Yeah, um, and so, anyways, it was really fun.
1: Yeah, I agree. We've
0: been doing circuitry boards recently, which has been really fun. I really enjoy those when we're watching movies. Um, so yeah, those are the snacks we've been eating when we've been watching movies recently. We did popcorn for a while, now we're on the circuitry game yeah yeah
1: because we love Aldi and Aldi has like a whole charcuterie section with jams and pickles and
0: it's very affordable
1: lots of different cheeses and meats That's really cool
0: yeah you have any more thoughts about this movie no oh,
1: Gwen cool. sucks that's it
0: I like Gwen <laughs> um, cool if you haven't seen Halloween Town go watch it it's very fun very nostalgic super fun movie um, okay cool what are we talking about next week
1: next week
0: we were talking about the new haunted mansion very excited same i'm i'm so excited i the original haunted mansion is a terrible movie and i love it so i've heard this new one's a good movie yeah so i'm excited yeah it's one of my too. favorite rides at disney too
1: yes
0: it's gonna be super fun um all right cool so next week we talk about haunted mansion and then we should be releasing our episodes for november yes very excited uh courtney any closing thoughts other than gwen sucks no cool well, thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. Yeah. We hope you have a happy magical Monday or happy magical whatever the day of the week it is that you're listening to this episode. And we can't wait to see you next week for...
1: Hello, Haunted Mansion. Oh and I was said Halloween Town again.
0: <laughs> for Haunted Mansion. Yes. Bye, friends.
1: Bye.